Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? I don't know the rest of the song, so I'm gonna make up my own words. Beautiful. This is my favorite Beach Boys song. I don't particularly care for the Beach Boys. I love this song. I um, I like Kokomo personally. That's fair. I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> uh, what about Surfing USA? Round, 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 round. I get around. Ooh, I get around. All right, I quit. Uh, so hi everybody. Welcome to the Feminist Critique. I'm Gracie, and I'm Ashleen. And this is a movie, uh, this is a podcast where we talk about movies, put them to a feminist and inclusive test, and decide if they're good. And today, we are continuing our Happy Madison Productions Month with 50 First Dates. Why did you take my job? Because. We gotta outsource. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, cool. Anyways, yeah, so we did this, uh, we did this movie, and it was... <sighs> I, 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 I have many things to say about this damn movie. Like, I'm, love I'm, the romance aspect of it, sort of. Maybe there, there's some problematic shit there, too. But, oh boy, some of the jokes here were not good. To be fair, this is probably one of Adam Sandler's tamer movies. Especially when we just came off of Happy Gilmore. Uh, yeah. Also, not as bad as that Netflix movie he made, The Hateful Eight or whatever. Uh, yep. <laughs> which is very, very racist. Very, very racist. Uh, oh, are we, we're doing that one next week, right? No. We are doing Joe Dirt, which is also very terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Ashleen's the one that picked Joe Dirt, so you guys can't blame me. I picked this one, I'll be honest, but I did not pick Joe Dirt. And Joe Dirt, out of the two, we are out of out of the two. Joe Dirt's the worst. <laughs> um, so this movie came out in two thousand four. Had a Rotten Tomato score forty five percent critical and sixty five percent audience. Budget was about $75 million. Box office was roughly $120.7 million. It was directed oh by Peter Seagal, who also worked on Get Smart, Heels, and Shameless. It was written by George Wing, who worked on this TV show called Outsourced. Um, cast includes Adam Sandler as Henry Roth, of course, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, uh, Big Daddy, Mr. Deeds, uh, also stars Drew Barrymore, who plays Lucy Whitmore. We just recently talked about her in Ever After. She was also in movies like Charlie's Angels and Fear Pitch. Uh, Rob Schneider plays Ula. He was in Hot Chick and Grown Ups, as well as a few other movies. Sean also, Astin. his daughter is a singer now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sean Astin plays Doug Whitmore. Best known for playing Samwell in The Lord of the Rings. Wasn't he also Rudy in he, Rudy? He was Rudy. Rudy! Um, 
He was he's been recently in Stranger Things, uh, and he got his start in the Goonies. So, uh, yeah. Then we have uh, Dan Aykroyd in this movie, who plays Doctor Keats. He's best known for Ghostbusters and Crystal Skull vodka. <laughs> The best kind of vodka, because it comes from Newfoundland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amy Hill plays Sue. She was in uh, the Magnum P.I. reboot. She is the grandmother in the Kung Fu Panda TV series. Alan Covert uh, plays Ten Second Tom. He was in Jack and Jill and Little Nicky. And Blake Clark plays Marlon Whitmore. He was in Waterboy, Joe Dirt. Uh, he's recently been in Smilf, and he played Sean's dad on Boy Meets World. And also, he's uh, currently the voice of Slinky Dog in the Toy Story franchise. Very true. Uh, so, <sighs> let's start. Let's start talking about this movie. So uh, Okay, so it starts off with uh, all these women talking about how they met a guy on this romantic vacation in Hawaii and how he took them around to all these like, you know, local places and romanced them and, you know, uh, how they had an amazing time. But then when, um, but yeah, like uh, when they wanted his number, he was like, I'm a secret agent. Oh man, I actually have herpes or like some oh, other. God. I don't think that was one so of them. Bad. But, like, but it's like yeah. you, the movie is asking me to believe that Adam Sandler is this renowned playboy. Yeah, like a Casanova. It didn't romancing, work. Like, these fe- <laughs> yeah, these female tourists with like his amazing, you know charm when he like when he's got a egg for a head which they made like i mean he he's okay but like he's i listen i'm not gonna be jumping into bed with this guy all right that's all i'm saying like if i the women were really pretty too and like also there was the other thing that like they added a few like surprise ones in there like a rather large woman and then they also put kevin james in there because kevin james oh yeah that one that one that one guy (laughs) haha bisexuality is a joke which is a running theme in this movie there's a lot i don't see how that's a bad yeah i like get so mad because i'm like how is how is it a friggin' joke to be bisexual. It, it was played as a joke, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, we meet Henry, who is a veterinarian, and he is, like, sewing up his friend Ula, who is Rob Schneider, playing an indigenous Hawaiian person. He's in yeah, brown a, face. Yeah, a pot-smoking indigenous Hawaiian person who's... This guy's best friend and unhappily married to a rather overweight woman, and he has all of these kids, and he hates his life, I guess. He does. Like, he even, like, makes a joke, like, I can set you up with this sexy tax attorney who's in town, 
and you know i got her number like i have to live vicariously through you because you get your dick sucked and i don't yeah yikes so there's that um so Uh, yeah he's but like the main thing is he wants to go on this trip to study walruses up in alaska yes um and then we meet alexa who is his veterinarian assistant at the aquarium who is portrayed as non-binary because the, the joke is you don't know if they are a man or a woman yep that's the joke this movie that's did not age well at no. all and, and then there's like a part where alexa i kept thinking because of the name i was just like alexa play Desposito. oh no my Alexa's going off. Whoops. You have a wiretap <laughs> in your house? I do have a wiretap in my house. Tell Alexa, the wiretap to, to shut up. <laughs> Alexa, shut up. <laughs> oh my god, it's going on still. I'm so sorry, but that's the name of the person in the movie. <laughs> Alexa, shut up. Um, so... I'm keeping that in there. Yeah, go for it. So my wiretap decided to just go off, because, you know... Yeah, we won't mention their name again. Um... No. So, uh... (laughs) We we get to this part in the movie where that person, who is also uh, synonymous with a wiretap, is helping... Henry with the walrus who was supposedly sick and it's like a hazing ritual because they have to dive down into a bucket of fish to get the coldest ones and then he presses on the walrus's stomach and oh my god it was was so gross disgusting thing ever yeah so like the walrus just pukes all over this person and then it's and then like after uh he's like yeah go go get washed off like you smell horrible right and and then this person's like this is what you know this is why i went into this work to help see life and uh, and you're like what the hell is wrong with adam sandler like what the hell um and then he like gives a high five to the walrus and he's like that's what they get for eating my beet roast beef sandwich. Yikes. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he ends up, uh, you know, he's, he's trying to fix up this boat. And he takes the boat out for a spin. Uh, but the mast breaks. So he has to abandon ship. Ends up at this little tiny hole in the wall diner. And this is where he meets Lucy for the first time. And she's... Mm-hmm. She does this thing with her waffles where she constructs, like, houses or teepees or huts or, you know, volcanoes with her waffles. Which is adorable, but also, your waffles are gonna get cold. Let her live her life, Gracie. I'm sorry, but waffles are best when they're hot and covered in maple syrup. 
and she's just sitting there taking her slow ass sweet time eating those waffles because she's got to build a, a log cabin first. And it's like, just eat your fucking I mean, waffle. Go play with clay. <laughs> go play with clay. Okay. Lincoln logs, okay? Yeah, get those. Jesus. Get some Lincoln logs. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so she she's doing that, and he, like, notices her because she's gorgeous, and he likes gorgeous women, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, but he does manage. Are. He does manage to charm her, and they talk for a while to the point where Sue comes along, and she's like, "Hey, I'm kind of setting up for lunch. You two need to leave. Bye." So as they're walking out, like it's a good first date kind of deal, right? Like they had a good yeah. meet and greet, and they both do this like cute little fucking dance, and it's honestly adorable. And then especially they... when the truck drives away and they catch each other, there was a bee. <laughs> yeah, there was a bee. A bee? I'm sorry. No, because it I... happened in that other movie. I know. Okay. Anyways, I know. Um, so, uh. It's a great date, and then she's like, "Hey, do you want to come and meet me tomorrow? tomorrow? We'll have we'll have breakfast again." And he's like, "Yeah, absolutely." But then he's like talking to Rob Schneider in Brownface, and he's like, "Yeah, I, she's a local girl. I'm I'm not even like gonna go or whatever. Like, I can't do this." Yeah. And then he's like, "Ula just you know tells him like, no, you should go because." What what would be better, you know? Like, get, give it a shot. No, he doesn't do that yet. Uh, first, he gives him the number to the tax attorney. And then Henry goes on a date with the tax attorney. And she's drinking a fishbowl. And she's like, I think I'm getting drunk. And he's like, actually, you're not getting drunk. I just pretend like there's alcohol in the drink so that you feel like you can lose your inhibitions a little bit. That way, when we go and have sex, you don't feel guilty about it. I I mean, at least he's not actually getting women drunk and then sleeping with them. Um, I guess. Also, she's played by Missy uh, Pyle. Yeah. She's been on a lot of movies. Yes, a lot of movies. <laughs> uh, so, like, it's manipulative a little bit, like, but not yeah. bad. Mm, it's bad. But it's even the part where she's just like, okay, let's pretend that, like, you didn't say that. So and, I like, can fuck. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, no. And she's like, well, who can I fuck? And he's like, uh, that person over there. And it's Alexa. And it, yeah. Let me say that name where you don't wake yours up again. Uh, and they're like, isn't that a woman? And he goes, I don't know. Because again, this non-binary person is a joke. Yep. Yeah. Don't, don't you like I, that? Like, it wasn't. It wasn't a funny joke. It really wasn't. Um, (sighs) So, he goes to see Lucy again, and Lucy does not recognize him, and because he's like, yeah, my fingers are extra fishy today, and she's like, okay, creep, and then she she gets uh, whatever his name is, the cook, 
to come yeah. after the guy with a cleaver, but Sue's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got this. So Sue drags Henry outside and explains that Lucy was in a terrible car accident where she lost, um, she, she had a brain injury and it caused her to lose her short-term memory where she can remember everything from the day before the accident back, but she can't remember after. Like in every day, her slate wipes clean so she doesn't remember him. Or anything. And she still thinks it's Sunday, October, something or other of the previous year. And then uh, Lucy's, this is where we get the, you know, what Lucy does during the day and what her dad does and her brother does. So they do the same thing every day. Uh, She reads the paper. Then she goes home. Her dad lets her paint the walls. Her dad watches a Vikings game, which there's that funny part where she and her brother are like, I bet this happens. And he like nails the play down to a T. Yeah, because he's watched it like 300 times. Also, they're the Minnesota Vikings. Truth hurts. Uh, Come on. What? Come on. It was a Lizzo reference. Oh, yeah. New man on the Minnesota Vikings. Gosh, why do I even bother? <laughs> you know what? Hey, listen. I don't understand football, okay? Some of us can't be fans of Gamecocks. Go Cox. Woo-woo! Go Cox. I mean, I say that every day, <laughs> except in another way. Woo! It's always funny when oh. I see a truck that says Go Cox on the front, and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. My because favorite I'm, thing I'm a 10 year old <laughs> seeing that picture or that t-shirt where it just says cocks I'm like I want to buy it <laughs> so dumb so dumb uh, so so uh, you know they watch the Vikings game they eat pineapple upside down cake every single night and then Gross. they watch the sixth sense yep also, and, and if you've she, never she, seen The Sixth Sense, this movie ruins the ending. It does. <laughs> but everybody, everybody has seen The Sixth Sense. It's it's one of those movies that, like, we all know that there's a twist at the end. And if you haven't seen the movie, then, like... M. Night Shyamalan's only great film. Yeah, like, it, it was, like, the movie that made him. And then, like... He came out with Unbreakable, which apparently was good. Like they made a sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah, didn't sequels. he? Uh, didn't he do Split? Like Split's a sequel to that. Yeah, Split and, and I Glass. Think yes, you're right. Yeah, but like, uh, and apparently they were like good too. But after that, like, this is a it man. Went, it went downhill. Fast. This is a man who made a movie. He ruined Avatar. Yeah, that too. This is a man who made a movie about a haunted elevator that's haunted by the devil, and the way to know the devil's presence is if a jelly and peanut butter sandwich is opened up and the sandwich lands jelly side up. That is a legitimate thing that is in a movie he made. I can't. I cannot take him seriously. We're probably so going to we end up Night- doing <laughs> When are we doing M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, next year. I don't, I don't have the stomach for it this year. 
We're it's bad enough for doing an Adam Sandler month. Um, it's true. So, can we talk about Sean Astin and his yeah. titty dancing? Because yep, this guess. man loves mesh shirts and loves making his titties dance. He's a short king. I guess he was, like, made fun of in high school, and, like, you know, so he takes steroids to, like, you know, beef up, Yikes. and uh, was trying to be in, like, some sort of competition, uh, and then got disqualified because he, ha- there was a piss test, <laughs> but, like, yeah, he makes his titties dance, and then, but he's also, like, lisps, because I guess that's a joke or whatever, mm-hmm. Um which is dumb, but whatever. Um, but yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a strange character, but like he's the butt of every joke. Yeah, like there's one part where where he's like he says to the doctor something along the lines of like, "Hey, uh, I'm still getting wet dreams," and then like Adam Sandler tells the ten second ten second guy. Tom. Yeah, 10 second Tom, and he's like, are you a little old to be wetting the getting bed? wet dreams? Yeah. <laughs> and everybody laughs. But yeah, no, like, basically, yep, he... He's on the juice. Wet dreams, I guess, because he's on the juice. Uh, Is that a thing? Like, I honestly don't know. I know that steroid abuse leaves to a lot of, uh, uh... A lot of issues, but I don't know if, like... It makes your... It does make your dick shrink. Yeah. Um, so I don't... I don't know if it necessarily causes you to have wet dreams. So, but I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, so, after the guys end up redoing absolutely everything, Henry's, like, you know, he talks to Ula, and Ula's like, well, this is great, because then you can leave... And she wouldn't even know you fucking existed. And Henry's like, that's awful. But I'm really interested in trying to make things work for her and see how it goes. Which, like, yeah, because he gets banned from the restaurant because, like, her dad basically says, like, Fuck off. Yeah, essentially. Like, he doesn't want... So he starts, like going on the side of the road with, like, you know, different things or whatever. And the last, uh, you know, whether it's um, the one where he's a construction worker and then they're talking and then there was the other one where... Ula um, is beating him up. And then she fully, like, comes out with a bat and starts beating the shit out of him. Deserved. For wearing brown face. It's true. Um, and then the last one has uh, Adam Sandler, like, as a kidnapping victim in full bondage. Um, and that's the part where, like, her dad pulls up and he's like... When you're done. Yeah. With this Fifty Shades of Grey shit, get your ass to our house. Oh, I will say, they did leave in a joke from Ula's, um beating Ula, where Ula is beating him up, and even though it is Ron, Rob Schneider in brownface, uh, it was a very good point. Uh, what did he say? Colonizer coming here to eat our pineapple and buy our land and have sex with our women? Make my sister clean your hotel room? I mean... It wasn't wrong. 
but also you're in brown face. Yeah. You're not helping. That's like that's the thing. They have people of color like in this movie, but also there's a guy in brown face. What was so hard about finding an indigenous Hawaiian to play Ula? Why did it have um, to be Rob Schneider? Because Rob Schneider is one of Adam Sandler's friends, and Adam Sandler's friends have to all be in his movies. Uh. It's like a rule. Like, I mean, all of his friends, like the guy who was 10 second Tom. Has been in a lot of Adam Sandler movies, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's like an old friend. I think he was the guy who played the homeless guy in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, and he he plays the, the, um... The gay writer that takes uh, little Nikki and and little Nikki, like that's his roommate, the one yeah. with a talking then, dog. Yeah, and then the other guy who was the one manning the desk with the dark hair, mm-hmm. another guy who's always in Adam Sandler movies. The one that was like the surfer dude. No, the one who was like yeah, that's man. What... I'm like. Re- yeah, I'm like really bad at my job. He's like, <laughs> oh, it's oh like... why doesn't she remember me? Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. She can't remember me. Stupid. Um, yeah. So, Lucy ends up having a very, very bad day when a cop writes her a ticket for expired plates. And then she realizes that the day is not the day she thinks it is. So, she goes home, they explain everything to her, and then she... Uh, you know, wants to go visit this doctor. And Henry comes along because the dad is like, he's kind of your boyfriend. Because the dad had noticed that Lucy sings every time she meets him and it's a good day, right? Yeah. So, you know, they go to the doctor. The doctor explains, you know, like, you have short-term memory, blah, blah, blah. I think Dan Aykroyd did a great job considering, like, he doesn't do that many good movies ish like this is one of his better roles for as small as it was yeah um it's memorable but, you know of course of course he made a dick joke so of course he, it, it's like it's con- an adam sandler movie yeah it's con- it's like a contractual obligation to do a dick joke um yeah <laughs> so, so we meet tom who's called 10 second tom uh i just like liked- I mean, that was the same name as my ex-boyfriend nice did he did he last ten seconds and that was it? You poor girl. That that was a fucking joke. I know. They made a dick joke. I know. <laughs> this is an Adam Sandler movie. I'm contractually <laughs> obligated to make dick jokes. That's fair. Uh, so, uh, you know, Henry ends up having a beer with uh, Lucy's dad, and they kind of have a talk, and. <laughs> There's this one part where Doug, like, tries to get up and he's like, I'll fucking beat your ass, you know? And then he looks at his dad he's like, well, actually, I was hoping you would or something. But <laughs> but Henry's like, well, why don't we try something new? Like, why do you constantly live this life over and over again? He's like, I think the issue isn't necessarily that she's lost her memory. It's the fact that you guys have constructed this alternate reality around her. And it's something that's not going to last forever. Like, one day she's going to wake up and she's going to be 15 or 20 years older than when she went to sleep. 
how are you going to reconcile with that? And the dad's like, well, that's my worst nightmare. I don't know how to do it. So Henry comes up with this plan and his plan is to make a video. And the video is definitely a time capsule of 2003. Oh my God, I know. (laughs) It was like... It has, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's a part where he's, like, explaining how they met, and then it's Rob Schneider in brown face, but with a wig and, like, fake boobs on, uh, say, pretending to be Lucy, and you're like, what the fuck yeah, but is also, going on? Also, the found footage stuff was, like, oh, Saddam yeah. Hussein, uh, you know, the, the, the statue Martha. toppling. Um, yeah, and also, too, um, the whole thing with, like, Martha Stewart, right? Holy shit. Where she goes to jail, would, is in there. And then they also made a joke about Snoop Dogg And now they make cookies together. Exactly. <laughs> they have a TV show, or had one, where they, like, would make food together. Yeah, one of my favorite jokes by Gabriel Iglesias is the part where he talks about how he got to go on an interview with Snoop Dogg, and the Snoop's assistant was like, you know, he's such a sweet guy, I can't believe he was indicted for double murder. Because it's true. Really? Yes! He was indicted for double murder. Like, we think of Snoop Dogg as, like, this adorable weed-smoking rapper that has this very interesting way of speaking. Um, And yet, this man was accused of a double murder right at the height of the East Coast versus West Coast stuff with uh, Tupac and Biggie and stuff. Like, 90s rap culture is insane. (laughs) That's, I didn't know that about him. Yeah, that's that's a that's a deep dive. If you guys want to go down a rabbit hole, look up '90s rap culture and look up all of the history surrounding East Coast versus West Coast because that shit is crazy. Oh, you could listen to part of the dollop where they did the uh, about LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and they also, talk a little bit about that. And uh, last podcast on the left, I think, did a whole series on Biggie and Tupac. So. Yeah. So, yeah, like, give it a shot. Um, so, yeah, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger being elected governor. Holy shit, that was that long ago? And that was, like, a thing where everybody was like, ha, that's so funny, it's so weird. <coughs> Ronald but Reagan. Remember, <clears throat> but remember who the president is now. Wow. I'm just saying. And and we Schwarzenegger thought... was actually considered a pretty good governor, even though he's a Republican. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a never-Trumper, so there's that. Uh, I, I do like the Red Sox joke. It's like the Red Sox have won the World Series, JK. <laughs> Which, to, but... funnily enough, they actually won the year of the, the movie was released. That's funny. Yep. Yep, Drew Barrymore at the time was making that Jimmy Fallon movie, or I think Jimmy Fallon. Was it Jimmy Fallon? Uh, Fever maybe. Pitch? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but they were making that movie, and they actually were able to shoot one of the shots of the movie at the fact that the Red Sox actually won the World Series. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's funny. 
Um, so after the video, she has a good cry for about two or three hours. And then, As you do. and then, you know, this is where you see their romance blossoming and the fact that, you know, she, what she's been doing is keeping a journal every day, writing down her interactions with him where she just didn't have the video. And so she's got her own words. And, you know, she ends up like going to the beach to meet with all of her friends. This is where a really bad joke comes in. Like, yeah, so, okay, so one of her friends is pregnant, right? And there's that, and then she's talking to some of her other friends, and then there's the part where she says, I'm, uh, oh, and I didn't know you got gender reassignment Oh, no, she's like, I'm, she said, I'm so glad you ended up getting your gender reassignment surgery. And Jennifer. Oh. And then, oh, no, I meant Jonathan. And it's like, you just misgendered. Well, to be fair, in her defense, she's only ever known Jonathan as Jennifer. The problem is the joke where Jonathan gets up and is like, I have to go tinkle. Oh, God, I know. Yikes. I was like, really? I was like, you had a good moment and you ruined it. Here Lucy is being supportive of her trans friend and you shit on it. Yeah. (sighs) So... Basically, after this, it's a montage of nothing like a first kiss. You know, they keep kissing, and every time it's a first kiss for her, but it's not for him. Uh, They end up having this really nice date at the aquarium. They end up fucking, uh, you know, and after that... Oh, God, and there's, like, that weird scene where... Ula is in... Fucking Ula, and I'm like... Why did you... You didn't have to put that in there, no. but ha-ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> He's watching them. Voyeurism. Yeah. It's weird. Um, So, he proposes marriage to her that night after he sings on his ukulele, and all I could do was think of the Hanukkah song. <laughs> yeah. Or no 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 what what another another uh, movie scene I think of when I think of like a ukulele and a beach is from Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser. I've and never he's... seen that movie. No, oh my god, that's something we're gonna have to watch. I think it's considered a bad movie, so I might sneak it in for our July stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, that's such a funny movie to me. Is it like him? And Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley, Hurley yeah. plays the devil? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Totally going to watch this at some point, just because you haven't seen it. Uh, so they fuck, he proposes marriage to her, and she agrees, but then they fall asleep together. And when she wakes yep. up, she doesn't remember him at all. Puts, like, a fucking, uh, what's that, what's the name of that sport? I can't. Oh, lacrosse. Lacrosse. Yeah, she like hits him. Lacrosse. Yeah, it's lacrosse. You know that Canadian sport? I don't know anything about. That's not hockey. (laughs) Oh, it's uh, it's it's grass hockey sport. Oh my god, it's older than hockey. It's I know an indigenous sport. Ah, nice to see white people have taken that over as well. Ooh. I mean, it's what they do. Yep. It's what they do. It's the only thing we're good at. It's true. Taking other people's stuff and then and pretending it our own. And then pretending that we did it. <laughs> All along. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, so, after, after, you know, she wakes up and hits him in the face and shit, um, he's like, I gotta go to work, you know, like, I'll come by later to pick her up. Well, she ends up going to where he works, and she's like, I was so nervous to meet the man that, you know, wanted to fall in love with me every single day because I'm breaking up with him. And she sees that, you know, she explains the journal and she's like, I don't want you to be held back from your dreams of going to work in Alaska studying wildlife. I'm holding you back. So we can't do this. You know, like I, I'll never be able to have a family with you because, you know, I'll never be able to adjust to that and all that. And he, he takes it like a champ. Uh, you know, but he's very, like, heartbroken. They end up, like, writing out um, her Read Me journal without him in it. They erase him completely from her life. Um, and then they get one last kiss in the rain because it's a romantic comedy, of course. Uh, yeah. So Henry ends up finishing his boat. Time passes. He finishes his boat. Looks real nice. He's got it all cleaned up. Lucy's dad and Doug end up visiting him on the boat. And Lucy's dad is like, yeah, you know, now she's living at the Institute. She didn't want to be a burden to me and her brother anymore. She's been there for about three weeks. Uh, and he's like, I just wanted to see you off before you left for, uh, for Alaska. And, you know, she's been singing. She's got an art class. Well, he gives Henry a Beach Boys CD. And yep. And Henry's sitting there looking at it going, wow, a Beach Boy CD. Something to remind me of how much I love his daughter. What a fucking asshole. And then it's the next part, him on the boat crying. singing the song and crying. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? <laughs> um, yep, so then he... Uh, turns the boat around and he goes to her. To the Institute. And he's like, Lucy, do you remember me? And she goes, no. But I want you to see something. So she takes him to this room and it's just pictures of him. Like, she's painted so many pictures of him. And she's like, even though I don't remember you, you're in my dreams. And he's like, you know, like, if you're the girl of my dreams and I'm in your dreams. Like, obviously, we should be together. But before they kiss, Ten Second Tom comes in. Hi, I'm Tom. Poor guy. Um. Also, the part where, like, there's a picture an and, it's, and it's an egg. And also, like, I just kept, like, looking at those, those pictures and I'm like, man... Artists had to go and paint all these pictures of Adam Sandler. <laughs> like, they had to do, like, everybody, like, different styles of Adam Sandler. And I'm like, like, he's not a horribly hideous man, but he's, like, average. Meh. He's very average. So it's like, eh. meh. Meh. Yeah, I I think I think the one thing I can take away from this movie is that he's a 5. Yeah. Like you needed <laughs> like in my opinion, this would probably work better with a man that looked better, if that makes sense. Like especially yes. at the first part where they're talking about what a sex magnet he is. 
Oh my god, I know. It's it's it doesn't work for me. It's too unrealistic. Like Adam Sandler does not scream sex appeal no matter how many times you try to say he does. In the movies, yeah, like every movie cuz he he gets these he... hot beautiful women to be his wives in movies. I mean, he has been married to Kate Beckinsale in a movie. He has been married to Selma Hayek in a movie, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. um i mean like maybe that's just the culture is like women like men that make them laugh but also they like men that are not that good looking because they're like if you ever fucking cheat on me he'll end you (laughs) so you have to pick all the average guys wow um, which is, you know, which is unfortunate because if all the average guys are going with hot women, then what can us average girls do? We need the average guy. I'm just kidding. That's awful. <laughs> it really is. I was like, Ashley's going to dig herself a big ol' hole. I'm, I'm just biggin'. kidding. That's, that is awful. That is I, um, no, not like other girls shit. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Like... You're allowed to love whoever you want, no matter what exactly. they look like or who they are. Even, even if they look like Adam Sandler. Even if they look like Adam Sandler. Um, Just saying, he's not my cup of tea. No, I like big teddy bear types. I want somebody that's going to keep me warm at night. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> so, they kiss, and then time slides forward, and she wakes up, and she puts on the tape that says, Good morning, Lucy. And it goes through the accident and everything again. It goes through their first meeting. It goes through them getting married. And then she, you know, he's like, all right, bundle up because it's cold outside. So she puts on this big jacket and she goes outside and Adam Sandler's there. Her dad's there and a little girl is there. So she's, she's married. She's got a kid. She's in Alaska. You know, like, and she just like laughs and cries like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is my life, which to me seems very traumatizing. Yeah, could you imagine every single day, like, your new life? That's scary. I don't want to wake up tomorrow and find out I have a husband and a kid that I don't remember. That scares the shit out of me. That would terrify the ever-loving fuck out of me, okay? Oh my god, this is like... This is a, a horror, horror movie. movie. <laughs> this is a horror movie. No, Could you imagine waking up? It, it, it'd be like a weird time travel romance in a way. Yeah. But like, not the fun kind. No, because you're like, dude, I had sex with this man, we have a kid. You would be like that movie Premonition where you're just like waking up and every day is a different reality and you're like, what the actual fuck is going on? Because you're going to bed every night, you know, like, and you're not remembering the next day. Your last memory is you being a 25 year old who was like looking forward to the next day and getting your dad a pineapple. And now you're, you've got a five year old and a husband and you're like, what the fuck? But, like, this is a happy ending, apparently. Apparently. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I still found the romantic bits of this to be cute. Like, the dancing parts, you know, is kind of adorable. Like, 
I still went aw when she starts crying on the boat going, oh my god, because she's so overwhelmed. Like, I understand that this movie is not that great. And uh, it's not my favorite romantic comedy. My favorite romantic comedy is Pretty Woman. Has been, always will be. But I do think out of Adam Sandler movies, this is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. It's a sh- yeah. It, it's 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 shit tier, most of it, but it's my favorite Adam Sandler movie. A close second is Big Daddy. Like those are the two Adam Sandler movies that I watch and enjoy still. So that's just me. Yeah. What about? I mean, honestly, like it's an okay movie. Yeah, I'm like. It's it's literally like a five out of ten. It's not super great. It's not super terrible. It's like right in the middle, you know. It's just for an Adam Sandler movie. If we're basing on an Adam Sandler scale, it's like a nine, you know, like on an, <laughs> on the Adam Sandler scale itself. Like Happy Gilmore is about a six or a seven, you know. Big Daddy's about an eight. Fifty shade uh fifty shades. <laughs> fifty first wow. fifty first dates is like a nine on the Adam Sandler scale. And then Jack the and Adam Jill Sam- is negative a thousand. <laughs> negative a thousand. Uh infinity times two. That's what that is. Negative infinity times two. Oh jeez. Alright, uh so did you have any trivia? Because I got a little bit. Um I've got like very minimal. Uh, so originally this was titled Fifty First Kisses, but changed to avoid confusion with Drew Barrymore's other movie, Never Been Kissed. There, which is a very awful movie. I recently yep. watched that movie, and it's about a teacher falling in love with his student. Doesn't matter that she was twenty-seven. He didn't know she was twenty-seven. No, that's scary. That was fucked up shit. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Oh. And she, whoa, no, mm-mm, not going there. Uh, so um, the Whitmore house is the same house that the girls lived in in the movie Blue Crush. It's the same house. Oh, I, I put, really? I put that because that used to be one of your favorite movies until you recently rewatched it. Oh, my God. I Change I still... for your man. <laughs> The fucking movie. I I want to do that movie for this podcast because Ashley's got thoughts. We have to. We have to one day. Yep. Um. So Drew Barrymore's character in Ever After, which we've done that movie, also falls in love with a Henry, although he was a prince, yeah, not true. a vet. Uh, and that Henry was superior to this one. It's true. Forever, and also better looking. It's true. Also true. Uh, so, at the end of the movie, Henry made a video for Lucy to let her know what happened since the accident that caused her memory loss. In the video, Henry said on one card that the Red Sox win. Just kidding. This movie came out in February 2004, and the Red Sox won that year after an 86-year drought. 
and Drew Barrymore was on the field with Jimmy Fallon after the win while filming scenes for Fever Pitch, which came out in 2005. So, yep, she was on. She was there with Jimmy Fallon, who now is a late night talk show host. And still can barely talk. He does this thing where, and you don't notice it until, like, it gets pointed out, but he makes, like, weird noises and then, like, corrects himself almost. Uh-huh. It's kind of like I don't understand why Lily Singh has a late night show. Oh, my God. She's the worst. I do not like her. Like, girls should stick to YouTube, honey. Like, you can't do a late night show and then not talk about current event and politics. That's the whole point of a late night show. And she's also just not, like, don't get me wrong. Is it, it's an, it's amazing that, um, that a woman of color got a late night show. It's not a good late night show. No. And I don't know if it's her or the producers, but it's just not working. Like, she's... She does much better on YouTube. Like, I think Curtis Connor did an entire video. Or was it Drew Gooden? Um, uh, it was Drew. I think it, was it was Drew. Drew. Drew Gooden did an entire video on, you know, the reason why, like, you know, you stick inside the YouTube bubble. Like, her videos on YouTube, like, her personal YouTube videos do so much better than the ones she does for her late night show. Because yeah. on YouTube, you're not scripted. And you don't have to adhere to what producers want you to do, whereas on a late night show, you do. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting video. Um, so, uh, the neurological condition from which Lucy suffers, Goldfield Syndrome, is not real. Entirely fictional. Uh, true oh. anterograde amnesia affects either short-term memory which can last minutes or seconds, or intermediate-term memory, which can last days or weeks. Falling asleep has nothing to do with the condition. Sleep actually intensifies many chemical effects that help memory. So, this condition does not exist. It's just created for the sake of the movie. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I cool. have... Yeah. The last thing I have is the diner where Lucy has her breakfast every morning was originally a house that was remodeled for the movie. It is lo located on a macadamia nut farm on the eastern side of Oahu. This was the same house that was used in Tears of the Sun 2003 as well as scenes from Jurassic Park in 1993. Uh, there were it, there were scenes filmed in the open fields nearby. So that's it. That's all I got for trivia. Cool. That's, yeah, I don't have anything else, so. Sounds good. All right. Now, we've talked about the movie. We've done some trivia. And now it's time for the dreaded test. For the test. Dun, 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 dun. It's test time. It's test time. How does this thing grade? It's test time. It's test time. Oh, boy. So, let's do the tests. That's, ah. that's our new theme song. Great job. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we have the Bechdel test. Two named female characters on screen alone talking about something other than a man. This never happens. It's a fail. Racial Bechdel test. Do you have two people of color on screen alone talking about something other than a white person? No, it's a fail. Macomori, do you have a female character whose motivation is beyond uh, helping a male character? And the answer is no, it's a fail. 
Then you have the Duvernay test. You have people of color whose storyline isn't about pushing a white male narrative forward or just a white character narrative forward. And the answer is no, it's a fail. Then you have the sexy lamp test. Can you replace a named female character with a sexy lamp and it not take away from the plot? Sue doesn't really matter. You could get rid of her. It would still work. Um, pretty much all all of the girls that he's slept with, yeah. too. Yeah. And then the Vito Russo test. Do you have people who identify as LGBTQA+, or GSRM? Do they matter to the plot? Are they more than just a stereotype? And unfortunately... Even though you get trans representation and non-binary representation and gay representation, they're all used as butts of a joke. Yep, because LGBT lifestyle is hilarious (laughs) to white guys who are assholes. Yeah, so it doesn't pass anything. Now, do I think this movie is good? I think it's okay. Um, there's parts that are good, and then there's other parts that are... Atrocious. Atrocious and awful. Yeah, so that's why... And like, that's, what the fuck? Yeah, especially like, what the, brown, the actual fuck? Like the brown face. Yeah, brown face. Yikes. What the fuck? Yikes. Yeah. This movie came out in 2004. You knew it was what bad. What the fuck? Um, the character who is, I'm not going to say because I don't want the other one to wake up. Um, yikes. Like, butt of the joke. Um, like, they kept making, they would say something and then, like, the walrus would groan, like, ew, gross. And it's like, dude, what really like really yeah okay yeah it's i want to die it 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 was bad um but the problem is that the movie we're doing next week it's not gonna help i i am not looking forward to watching joe dirt at all first of all it's got that racist motherfucker kid rock in it (sighs) do do you want to do another adam sandler movie Uh, we might like if the next title isn't jo- is it, not Joe Dirt, it's because I I just decided we cannot. Like, I if we're if we're gonna do another Adam Sandler movie, can we do The Water Boy? Yes. Okay, let's do The Water Boy instead because you really just don't want to do Joe Dirt, I, and I get I it. I really don't. Like, there's a lot of problematic shit in there, and at least The Water Boy, we can have a fun conversation. Yeah, let's just do the water boy instead. Okay. I'd prefer that. Okay, we're gonna do the water boy next week, you guys. Sorry you had to listen to us change our mind. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> That's I just, how this rolls. I can't go through with the I'm your sister gag. I, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's too much. Um. So yeah, I uh, hope you guys have a fantastic week. We will see you guys next week. Also be sure to check out our Disney Dives podcast. Uh, link will be in the description and uh, it's it's a little more cleaned up than the stuff we talk about here. So. It's true. Anyways, we'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye.